Well, season three, episode 31 for Thanksgiving. And, well, not quite Thanksgiving when we recorded the podcast. We're going to have our Thanksgiving. And then I'm taking, like, an extra day off. We're not doing a Black Friday shopping. We're just we're actually doing the Thanksgiving weekend as kind of a belated celebration of our wedding anniversary because that's the first weekend we could get to have some time off, you know? So we're going to enjoy the south central part of this beautiful commonwealth we love is Pennsylvania. We're going to hit some things in Lancaster County, Lebanon County. Uh, going to, you know, see some Christmassy things, going to tour a pretzel factory, um, a few other little things. So it should be pretty cool. Some sections of Pennsylvania I actually haven't got a chance to see quite yet. So that's still to come. Um, and then it's back to work. But I'm not going to think about that right now. I'm going to think about how much stupidity I can see over the next four days. And we've got a good primer in this particular episode. Okay, he's too stupid to talk and too ugly to eat. Because it's a great big stupid world On a dirt clod out in space Where it's not nobody knows If Jesus came back today They'd try to book him on the Oprah Winfrey show Because it's a great big stupid world He's given a piece of his mind to so many people, it's a wonder there's a mind left. It's Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. Well, I hope you had a very lovely Thanksgiving and ready for more stupidity in my stupid world. Ah, yes, I'm Eric Lane, and I'm feeling especially stupid. <clears throat> and uh, I'm probably um, uh, taking a nap. If at the present time, when when the podcast drops, because well, we're recording it prior to the Thanksgiving holiday, because I'm just preparing for all the stupidity for Thanksgiving Day. You know what that's like. But look, if you have to come looking for stupidity on this podcast, why don't you subscribe and it'll come to you. That's right. If you're listening to this for the very first time, just hit that subscribe button and you'll get that stupid fix every time new episodes are delivered. Of course, this is our weekend feed with my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Cuero, and our insane games, which we love to play to, you know, decide, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of uh, interesting compare. It's a game of comparisons, you know, whether it's a strip club or daycare, golf course or rehab, porn star or weatherman or fake news or Florida, whatever. That'll be coming up later on. And there is, of course, the midweek feed that uh, has some other bonus episodes like uh, the Genius Awards for all the stupendous stupidity and our insane week in review. We kind of take all the current headlines and put a little stupid spin on it, okay? And if you really like the show, why don't you subscribe to the Telegram channel? That's right, I got a Telegram channel, Insane Eric Lane Stupid World on Telegram. You can go to t.me. That's t.me slash insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. So t.me slash insane, Eric Lane. You get a little preview of the channel, and then there's a download button that you can install the Telegram uh, Messenger app to your device, whether it's a desktop device or mobile device for any platform. And then you'll be able to then check out some of the stories 
from some of these um, actual stupid uh, encounters. Uh, yeah, there's a real story. Some of them have videos to go with it or pictures and stuff like that, which you can comment on, you can share with your friends and all that good stuff. So check it out, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World on Telegram. You might even like it better than Facebook Messenger. I, I don't know. But it's again, the website is at t.me slash insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. -E. Don't forget, follow me on social media at insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E, -E, on Facebook and Twitter. Or just uh, head over to my website at insaneericlane.com. But uh, as far as the stupidity is concerned, well, here's something I think maybe we've gone a little too far for Fido. I'm a big animal lover. I had a dog when I was a kid. I'm, a, I'm not much of a dog person, but I, I like cats particularly. And I'm, I don't think cats would really get into this, but I'm sure the dogs probably would. I mean, just imagine that you're at a, you know, in, in a work meeting or something, you know, and you're interrupted by somebody who comes to you and, and, and uh, you know, they go, um, look, I, I have to beg out of the meeting real quick. Um, I got to take this. My, my dog is calling. What? What? It might actually be a thing here. Pretty soon, researchers in Scotland and Finland have teamed up to create a prototype device called a dog phone. I'm not making this up. It lets your dog initiate a video call with you. Maybe I should call it the iBone. Ah, well, never mind. Well, whatever. But they put a sensor in this dog toy. So anytime it shakes the toy in its mouth, you get a phone call. Really? There's a screen that they can see you on and a camera so you can see them. A researcher at the University of Glasgow came up with this cockamamied idea. They tested it out with their 10-year-old black lab named Zach for three months. So <laughs> this researcher, she shows him how to use the thing. She leaves him alone with it every few days. And he did give her a call a handful of times. Actually, here is Dr. Hirsikji Douglas talking about her invention. I think a lot of these devices are really important to give dogs choices or options to do things for enrichment reasons. They could use it to play music or to video call their human, like in this example. Dog phone is a device that allows a dog to video call their human. In the pet market at the moment, a lot of these technologies allow you to video call your dog um, but really, a dog has no control over this. No one really knows what a dog would do if they had control over a video call. Now, she's still not sure if he really knew what he was doing, but she got several calls where it seemed like he did. He'd approach the screen and show her some toys, and she'd talk to him through a speaker. Maybe this is what it might have sounded like. Hey, it's me! Hi! Um... I saw that you went for ride rides in the car car without me, and so I'm not sure if you'll ever come back. And so I tried to feed myself, but I can't reach the dog food, and I don't know how to work the can opener, so come home right away. I'll be listening for the garage door to open, and I can't wait. I love you so much. And um, also, I pooped on the carpet a little. Uh, yeah, me again. Uh, about the poop I mentioned earlier, uh, yeah, I was a good boy, and I took care of it. And so now, you won't have to feed me later when you get home, which I hope is really soon, okay? So, uh, call me back, and if I don't pick up, it's because I'm napping on the couch. <gasps> Did I say couch? <laughs> no, I meant, I meant on my dog bed. I'm not allowed on the couch, remember? <laughs> I love you! Hey! Me again. I just looked out the window and I saw a squirrel. And then I looked some more and I saw another squirrel. Okay, that's pretty much it. 
Oh, uh, yeah, it's me. Uh, sorry to bother you. Uh, something came up, and it's not an emergency. Well, actually, it is. The tennis ball is stuck under the dresser. I can't get it out no matter how much I bark at it. So uh, I asked the cat to help me get it, but the cat just stared at me with those evil eyes. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't get what you see in him. Uh, anyway, hurry home. You've been gone almost an hour, which is like all day and dog years. I love you. <laughs> I guess the dog also made a few calls by mistake while he was sleeping with the toy. So let's just say he basically butt-dialed her. Anyway, by the end of the study, there were certain times of the day that she expected him to call, but he didn't. So she was sad. It's like he ghosted her. The whole idea is to address the problem of separation anxiety for pop, for puppies. You know, since we're not working from home so much, they're going through a lot of anxiety. And there are already video chat features you can access, but they want to let the dogs be active users of technology and call if they miss you or feel anxious during the day. Really? It's bad enough to have your kids calling you at work. Ma, can I have a snack? Dad, where are you? Oh, well, apparently now we've got a competing product now. It's called FaceBark. Yeah, check it out. From the same people who invented FaceTime comes a phone device for dogs, FaceBark. So if your dog suffers from separation anxiety, it can check in with you whenever it's lonely. What is it, boy? Uh, no, I'm at work. I can't come home right now. Yes, I will bring you some treats. No, 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 no. leave mommy's cat alone. Face Bark, keeping pet parents from doing their job one whimper at a time. So if your dog needs one, maybe he'll be the subject of my list of the top signs your dog is way too into you. Like you throw a tennis ball, she comes back with a note that says, Never leave me. <laughs> or he follows you wherever you go, including to your recent vacation to Hawaii. Other signs your dog is just way too into you. When you get home from work, she licks your face, then removes your shoes, pours you a drink, and turns on Sports Center. Or he almost makes up for how much the cat hates you. Well, almost. Or she insists on getting you microchipped. Another sign your dog may be too way into you. He pees a little bit whenever he sees you. You know, kind of like Grandpa. Or you taught her to sit, shake, roll over. She taught herself cyberstalk. Or his tail wags when you tell a joke. Yeah, that's a little scary. Another sign your dog is way too into you. When you walk by, she bumps a puppy aside to offer you a nipple. Or whenever he poops in front of you, it's shaped like a little heart. Oh, how cute. Finally, one big sign that your dog may be way too into you. Your girlfriend keeps finding notes on her windshield that just says, I had a dog when I was a kid. I think he tried to talk to me. His name was Barney. I had a dog named Barney. And I would come home from college or maybe from high school. When I was in high school, he'd be in the backyard. I'd go out and talk to him. He'd, he would just... <laughs> oh, my. Okay, well, good good luck with that, okay? Good luck with that. And, well, you know, they say looks can be deceiving, and certainly this rings true when it comes to the manchineal tree. You ever heard of this, the manchineal tree? It's a member of the Spurge family, if, if that helps anything at all. It's located 
in the Florida Everglades along the Caribbean coast, according to the Guinness World Records. And this tree is considered the most dangerous tree in the world. Of course, it would be in Florida. But why is it so deadly? Well, Guinness World Records says the sap in the trunk is so poisonous and acidic that even the smallest contact with human skin causes a breakout of blisters and blindness if it touches your eyes. And for Pete's sake, don't eat the fruit. The fruit is nicknamed the beach apple due to its resemblance to a small green apple. Even a small bite causes blisters, extreme pain, and could kill you. This tree is, I guess, so dangerous if it ever catches fire, the smoke will blind you. So bottom line, stay as far away as you can from this tree. Maybe just stay out of Florida. That might be a better idea. And if you're going to do something really stupid, well, let's make it memorable, okay? Here's a guy who got the memo. Police in Hot Springs, Arkansas, it's about 50 miles southwest of Little Rock, he, they get a report about a naked man. Of course it had to be a naked man. He steals a pontoon boat and takes it out for a joyride on the lake. Now, whenever they, I guess it was it Lake Hot Springs, I think is what that is. So when they found him, well, he was naked and sitting upside down between the steering console and the captain's seat. Mm, I don't get with that. Well, it's 25-year-old Preston Leonard, and once they got him into custody, they tracked him down. They tracked down the owner of the boat, that is, to, to let them know what happened. The owner said the boat itself is probably worth $25,000, but it probably wouldn't sell for that price at the moment because Preston ripped out several of the seats, caused other damage to the tune of about four grand. Yeah, he's facing charges for first-degree criminal mischief and theft of property worth over $25,000, and he could be facing some serious jail time, too, in prison on similar charges. Now, that crime also involved a theft of property worth over twenty-five grand, and it's not really clear if the boat, uh, if it involved a boat or not. But it could—he he got out of jail early, and so he was on parole when all of this other happened. That then this 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 whole thing happened about a year about a year before the the, the actual crime that he did earlier. He was sentenced to five years in prison. So I mean, you know, taking this uh, pontoon boat on a joyride wasn't his first rodeo. Yeah. So he, he's done this before. Maybe, maybe we, we have a thing going on with this old, with this old boy Preston, huh? He's got, a, he's got a, a fetish for boats or something. I don't know. Any case, well, there was a Reddit thread recently that asked, what is something nobody warns people about enough when it comes to having kids? I probably should discuss this with uh, Pancho Guero. I, I don't know. But but here are some of the interesting answers. Of course, I've got two boys we've managed to get into adulthood. But here's something that somebody warns you about enough when it comes to having kids. When they grow older, you don't have a private life anymore. They stay awake longer than you. Yeah, that's true. Kids suck up unbelievable amounts of time, money, and energy. Yeah, they, that's true too. How judgmental other people, uh, especially other parents, can be. Yeah, I got a neighbor right now who's basically unfriended and blocked her own mother because her mother is upset over why they didn't name the kid after somebody in the family. Oh, boy. And nothing prepares you for the sheer unrelentingness of parenting. That's probably true. Yeah. And I can't wait for my kids to find that out. 
I'm going to be laughing my face off the whole time. Here's another interesting thing that uh, nobody warns you about enough when it comes to raising kids. One says, I stopped having a chance to think anything through without interruption. You'll never sleep the same again. It's just different levels of fear and worries as they get older. Another one wrote, when younger, it can be lonely. My only other adult interaction other than my husband is the cashier at the food store. <laughs> That's right. Here's some other comments uh, on this Reddit thread. What is something nobody warns you about enough when it comes to having kids? One writer or commenter says they throw up all the time and for the dumbest reasons. Cry too hard. Eat something they don't like. Cough too much. Play hard after eating. You're going to be wearing puke. Yeah, or the amount of property damage the available the average toddler is capable of is, is staggering. Oh, I'm telling you, uh, including my one oldest son when he was a little baby, little small toddler, um, he decided to use the entire wall next to his crib as a coloring book in our rented house. Yeah, well, go out and get another bottle of Goo Gone. Yeah, uh, how about this? They will age you quickly. Yeah, if you think that's not true. Check out the number of gray hairs in your parents' head. The days are looming and long, and the years are very short. That's exactly true. They've got long days and short years. That's exactly. And finally, one of the things that nobody warns you about enough when it comes to having kids, how hard it is to get pen and marker off the walls. Trust me, I know. I had to help scrub that little coloring book off the wall. And, of course, not to mention the toll it takes on the relationships. You know what I'm saying? Well, of course, before, hopefully before you have kids, you're going to get married. And wedding photographers, you know, they're pretty good at taking good pictures. Most of them are. And they're also pretty good at predicting the life of the couple that's getting married. There was a young wedding photographer recently that took uh, to TikTok under the username at Shalem Harrington. To say that she was photographing a wedding with a seasoned professional, someone who'd been in the business, you know, 10 to 15 years, and they told her that there were at least three signs that they know for sure that the couple would not make it for the long haul. The first indicator is one of the spouses will take like more than three family photos without the other spouse. The second indicator is the bridesmaids or the groomsmen will avoid talking about the spouse when they're getting ready or doing toast or anything. And the last indicator is one of the spouses will spend more time with friends or family at the reception rather than their spouse. Some people on TikTok actually agreed, while others noted eh, there might be some exceptions. But for the most part, I'd say she's pretty spot on. Here's something else that is pretty spot on you may not be expecting. And uh, this really kind of comes home to roost with me. I don't know. But, you know, during the Thanksgiving holiday, you see many kids watching football this season, you know, particularly over the last, you know, everyone spends all day Thanksgiving Day watching football. You see many kids doing that? Maybe they're like, nah, sports are dumb. Well, according to this, it's probably the latter. There's a new poll that found that e-sports teams, electronic sports, meaning people who play video games that you can watch. They're now more popular with teenage boys than the real sports teams. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you, like you go to YouTube and you watch a YouTube live feed of some guy playing video games. And people are watching it. They're getting like gobs and gobs of views. Of course, they didn't release the stats for teenage girls. 
The Lakers are the most popular real sports team for boys ages 13 and 17. About 19% say they're a fan. 19%. Golden State Warriors, 17%. And then Kansas City Chiefs and Chicago Bulls at 10%. Patriots and Yankees at 8%. Now, the most popular esports teams is called the FaZe Clan. They play everything from FIFA to Call of Duty. And... They're now more popular than any of those real sports teams. 22% of teenage boys root for them. Additionally, two other esports teams also ranked higher than the Bulls, the Yankees, and the Patriots. One called 100 Thieves and another called Energy Esports. Now, here's an interesting catch. My son just got accepted at Masai University in Pennsylvania, which has their own esport team with a coach. He says that was a game changer as to whether or not he would apply or not. And I'm telling you, of course, my, my wife is always busting his chops about playing video games, right? But I'm going to tell you, when he gets a scholarship to pay for tuition for playing eSports, she's going to eat her hat. I'm telling you, I can't wait. Actually, there's actually a school also in Kentucky that offers scholarships for eSports teams. I don't know. Well, anyway, here it is, the weekend after Thanksgiving when the feed actually drops. Everybody probably went shopping on Black Friday, early Friday morning. You got the flyers out. You're heading out to the stores, maybe even as uh, early as midnight to make sure. I don't know. It's the whole, the, the, the Black Friday thing has become a little murky now that people are starting to shop online. But still, you might not know this. Um, early Friday morning, you might have also seen plumbers lined up outside the hardware store. Not because of Black Friday, but because of Brown Friday. You ever heard of Brown Friday? The day after Thanksgiving is the busiest day for plumbers for the whole year. To the point they've nicknamed it Brown Friday. And yes, it's for that reason. Well, partially. You see, there's an increase in sewage the day after Thanksgiving. I'm not making this up. There's also a lot of strain on the pipes everywhere, not just in the bathroom. Other problems include things like kitchen pipes that get clogged when people pour the grease and the drippings and the cooking oil down the drain. Kitchen disposals can get overloaded when people try to put too many food scraps through it. Not, not to mention the stuff that's bad for disposals like potato peelings and poultry skins and bones and rice and pasta, which is the stuff we used to put down our, all the time. And increased stress on pipes due to large gatherings like extra flushes and showers and dishwashings and laundry. Yeah, well, I guess uh, they, they're probably, they've expected a pretty big one this year from what I've heard. The morning after Thanksgiving is Black Friday, but for plumbers, it's Brown Friday. This special day, all pipes are 100% clogged. Mashed potatoes mashing up your P-trap, turkey taking over the tubes, everyone at Thanksgiving dinner went back for seconds and turds and turned the toilet bowl into a gravy bowl. Even when you turn on the shower, the drain is backed up with stuffing, stuffing, stuffing. So call a plumber for Brown Friday. Hopefully nobody ate the cornbread. So most people, you know, when they're done with Thanksgiving, I know what we used to do. We would have our little family reunion down in southwest Arkansas. Then we'd spend the time like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday visiting relatives that's down there, you know, and go to church with my uncle and all this kind of thing. Come home usually like, um, I don't know, we'd, we'd have lunch 
and come home after lunch and be home, you know, usually about five or six o'clock on Sunday night. And then the next weekend, we start putting up Christmas lights. That, that's how we usually did it. Well, there's a Florida homeowner now that's being threatened with fines by his HOA because, well, he put his Christmas lights up too early. Yeah, that's the Maffa family. They hired a company to put up Christmas lights outside their home back in early November. Now, the West Chase homeowner is facing fines for violating his HOA agreement. Yeah. Now, here's Michael Maffa and the HOA's lawyer, Jonathan Ellis, talking about what actually went down. Right before Christmas, Merry Christmas to us. Yeah. I mean, who could be a Grinch to kind of just hand this out? I don't know. They complained about either the lights or the decorations, which led the community manager to investigate it. If there's enough of the community that wants that changed, I believe generally the community association or the West Chase will listen to the uh, residents and will make changes. So we've got to take our lights now which we are not going to do. Moffa said that he had no idea that it was against the rules, but days later, the family received a letter that they're in violation of the HOA rules that the decorations cannot be put up until Thanksgiving Day. Now, if the family does not correct the, the violation, they can be fined 100 bucks a day up to $1,000, according to the letter they got. Now, the family said that the association has not even been receptive even after they offered to keep the lights off until Thanksgiving. No, no, you got to take them down and then put them back up on Thanksgiving. Is that the stupidest thing in the world you've ever heard? That's why I'm not in an HOA. You know, I just no, 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 not, not going to be for me. I, I don't want anybody telling me how to live in my own house. Well, definitely a bad excuse if you have to find a, if, frankly, you know what? I would live in a shack in the middle of the woods before I would buy a nice home in an HOA, frankly. Definitely not a good excuse for getting an HOA. But here is the latest bad excuse from a drunk driver. This is beautiful. And of course, it came from Florida. It's a 45-year-old woman in St. Petersburg named Maria Jerglovitz. She got pulled over about 2 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday when a cop saw her kind of drifting between the lanes. So they stop her. They see that she, oh, they, they smell alcohol on her breath. She couldn't follow simple instructions. She was slurring her speech. I mean, what do you think? But she claimed, well, I hadn't been drinking. Uh, you know what she blamed it on? An egg roll. An egg roll. Yeah. I, I was, I, was a drunk. I was eating an egg roll. She was eating this egg roll in the car, and that's what made her swerve. Really? The police report didn't mention any food containers or other signs that she'd actually been eating in the car, but they did find a bunch of drugs. <laughs> yeah. They found several types of pills, like opiates and a straw with some white residue on it. That's certainly not coffee creamer. She faces charges of drunk driving and possession of drugs without a prescription and possession of controlled substances, but there's no egg roll. Unfortunately, though, that's how the law rolls. And it's how the bowling ball rolls, too. This is one of these stories where you just don't think it can get any stupider, but it does. A couple in their mid-20s are driving through Kansas City, Missouri, and they hit a bowling ball. Yeah, somebody threw a bowling ball out on the street, and the thing got lodged under their car. Now, the wife was driving. Her husband got out to try to dislodge the bowling ball. But then, while he was under the car, some guy ran up and tried to steal the wife's purse. This is really true, folks. Yeah, and unfortunately, the way she reacted, she hits the gas and accidentally ran over her husband. 
She, she heard him scream out in pain. So what does she do? She throws it in reverse and accidentally runs back over him a second time. <laughs> well, I mean, luckily, thank God the husband survived. He showed up at a hospital with serious injuries, but I think he'll recover. This is going to be a great story for the next Thanksgiving reunion. Now, the purse snatcher ran off empty-handed. Some guy walked into the police station later that day to turn himself in. He admitted he was the one who threw the bowling ball into the street. Now, it's not clear if he's the same person who tried to take the purse. We'll find that out maybe later. I'm telling you, I wonder if he knew what happened. That's the question. I don't know. But this guy, well... What happened to this guy wasn't what he thinks people were perceiving, but apparently it was. I don't know. I've never heard this before, but this is a 68-year-old professor. Got himself fired from Fordham University because a student reported she caught him masturbating on Zoom. Well, he's fighting back, according to the New York Post. Howard Robinson. He says in this lawsuit against the school, he could not have been pleasuring himself during the class because he suffers from low testosterone and erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Instead, he claims the shaking and moaning that the student heard was the result of him trying not to urinate while he finished typing out an email to the class because he has an enlarged prostate. This guy's got all kinds of health problems. The student is also suing the school, claiming that she faced retaliation for reporting the incident and turning over a video. Yeah, yeah, get this. I can't. What a professor was fired for masturbating on Zoom. But don't worry, he was just offered a job at CNN. Okay, well, yeah, I've heard of being able to walk and chew gum. Okay, but being able to masturbate and type an email—that's pretty impressive. I gotta admit. That's, that's, the guy gets an A for a creative excuse, that's for sure. I, I, no, 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 man, I'm not, I'm not masturbating. I'm not, be, I'm not choking the chicken, man. I'm just trying to keep myself from peeing my pants. <laughs> wow. Oh, well. Well, speaking of um, satisfying yourself, we have another satisfied Walmart patron who got himself arrested. Somebody needs to buy this guy a computer for Christmas so he can take care of his own business without being in public. And I don't think he needed to pee. He's a 28-year-old guy in northeast Louisiana named Alex Pierce who got himself arrested after he was caught pleasuring himself in the electronics department at a Walmart while looking at porn on one of their laptops. <laughs> he, was, he was hunched over a laptop with his hand in his pants. And employees recognized him because, well, he was caught shoplifting in the summer and he had already been banned from the store, so he's back in the store anyway and he's, you know... He's getting off in the electronics department at Walmart. So a cop catches up with him in the parking lot. And Alex claimed, well, I've just been watching music videos. Okay, then he eventually admitted that he'd been looking at pictures. Pictures, that's what it was. Yeah. Well, that last part, it's kind of gross. Okay, so prepare yourself. Okay, they saw it on security footage. Okay, but he denied that he was pleasuring himself. Of course, you can't deny what you see in the security camera. But he, he suggested that if he, if they, hey, look, if you swab my hands, you'll probably find evidence from a separate pleasure session four hours earlier. <laughs> look, if you swab my hands. I don't want to have anything to do with your hands. He's facing charges for felony obscenity and misdemeanor trespassing.
Everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would love to hear about it. Now, if you got a great story from your stupid world, or if you want to respond to one of my stupid stories, let me hear from you. Contact me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. Or if you have a question, maybe a comment about something that I've said or that you've heard. Or if you want to tell of some of your own firsthand experiences of stupidity that you've encountered, I'd love to hear from you, too. You can record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. I might even actually use your feedback on an upcoming episode. Of course, if you haven't done so already, and frankly, I fail to see why you haven't, you should follow me on social media on Facebook or on Twitter, just by searching out the handle at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. Meet me in the shade of the sunshine tree, pretty little Florida sunshine tree, in the shade of the sunshine tree. Pancho Frio, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I mean? That's just supposed to mean that it's getting a little chilly down here. So I had to oh. put on the, a long sleeve, a uh, little shirt to, to oh. stay warm enough down here where I'm recording. Uh, well, yeah, warm enough in Florida is what, anything above 75? <laughs> well, I, you know, look, it, it's actually the low yesterday got to like 43 at night and and um and, and you're talking like 80 percent humidity still it, oh. it's a florida thing you won't understand <laughs> well i'm perfectly comfortable in my little uh you know cut off t-shirt here you know with a turkey picture or something on it <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it looks better on you than me <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well all right <laughs> yeah I, I i i'm sure so uh we're recording this obviously before Thanksgiving, but uh, what what you got planned for Thanksgiving? Gonna you know have a little mini reunion? Oh yeah, we're we're gonna well lots of tamales. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I um I sent you a meme right before this. That was essentially yes. every holiday you get tamales. Yes. Um, it was Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, Easter, and so yeah. I'm looking forward to eating a lot of tamales tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, and, I could uh, probably do that. But do they have turkey tamales? They uh, well, you know, they're probably going to put pork in there, and then we might have some ham on the side, and I'll get the turkey from my parents' house on Friday. Um, oh, I, you okay. know, so one thing I realized that we used to just go from one house and then like go go for the evening to the other house. I don't know if we're going to be able to swing that anymore with a one and a half year old who needs a nap. And, and uh-huh. I figured that, you know, instead of throwing them way off for like the whole day and then maybe the whole weekend, uh, yeah. I've got a four day weekend here coming up. So I'm thinking, like, you know, go. maybe we'll just do like, you know, with Friday off, I'll just go and, and have like second Thanksgiving on Friday and celebrate. And, and I don't have to, I, if there is anyone I'm worried about facing the wrath of, it's going to be my Mexican in-law if we aren't there actually on Thanksgiving. So, um, and, and so, I, got, so I got pre-approval for my family, so we're all good to go. Well, that's good. So, so do you let the kid determine the schedule or do you make the kid, the schedule work with the kid? We uh, well, I mean, I guess it depends. Like, uh, he's going to work around our schedule end of the day, but yeah. we know him well enough now to kind of have an idea of what to expect. And, yeah. and I don't think I 
I don't think it's reasonable to expect too much, you know, yeah, from someone, yeah. especially when they when they need a nap and he's not going to sleep at another house. He just he won't. True. That's it's right. Be dark enough. It's that's a different environment, and and so like if we try, we could try to do both houses. That was one of the options we we're thinking about. But when he starts fussing and stuff, I, I don't think it's going to make it as fun for us or yeah. for him. Yep. And, yeah, and or, so or the it's, people it's, that. It, or the house he's yeah. staying at. <laughs> exactly. So, so I, you know, is it planned around him? I guess in some senses, yes. Yeah. But so, but you know, if we if we had a plan going forward with that, and he was like, "Oh, I'm going to do this instead," I would say, "No, you're going to have to stick with what yeah. we yeah. go by." Like well, bedtime so, schedules so and things. You'll, so. you'll have tamales at the the in laws' house. Um, I'm sure turkey at your house. But the question is. Do you know about the the hack? I've been seeing this pop up everywhere about spatchcocking your turkey. <laughs> you know, look, I I like women only, so. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is crazy. I'm trying to talk to my wife about doing it. And of course, you know, I I suggest this, okay? And supposedly, spatchcocking your turkey it it makes it cuts it, the actually, cooking time and like. A third, like 25% cooking time, I think, or something yeah, like that, and, right? Yeah, and, and it keeps it and from drying out. Yeah, it Eggs, keeps, yeah, it from, yeah. It keeps it from drying out. And of course, she <laughs> says, well, I don't have dry turkey. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> saying you have dry turkey. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, you're saying, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to save you six hours of time, right? Yeah, and you know what she comes back with? Yeah. She says, well, it sounds like, did you want to cook the turkey tomorrow? I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know? well, we're we're going to be making apple pies, so that's, okay. that's what we've got going tonight. Now, yeah. She's like, it's going to get soggy if we let it sit overnight. And yeah. so, you know, she's just going to get all the apples peeled and cut. There and the dough kind of ready and prepared well, and then now the though i'm so I'm only you want to put in the oven tomorrow mm -hmm. well i'm as curious as i'll get about what a spatchcock turkey would taste like i've i've seen this hack now it's going to be bugging the crap out of me until i can have a spatchcock turkey <laughs> i um you know yeah i i've always wondered that though i've, I've seen some of those before and uh I, yeah. you know, I've never, I've, I've never actually had a spatchcock either with that yeah so, yeah um, it's, it's interesting though, though, when I talk about having a spatchcock, that almost sounds like something else, you know. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if you have a spatchcock. Maybe, maybe eating a sp yeah. spatchcock. A I, I had the spatchcock one yeah. time, and boy, it itched like crazy. <laughs> I was like, maybe if you're looking for that spatchcock, you go down to one of them, them uh, steakhouse or gay bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, supposedly that's that's the new turkey hack. Although that, 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 what, I want to know what you're thinking about this this new uh, hack that this this chick come up with involving ketchup. I mean, oh what, yeah, what is, so, this is crazy. So I, I want I started off talking about my mother in law a little bit because I I had this set up here. Yeah, uh, I, and I don't remember if this was last year or just earlier this year. Time kind of. Uh, um, doesn't exist anymore in my mind after having kids. It just kind of right. is one yep. amalgamation of, yep. uh, it's like, like time has become an open circulatory system in my life at this point. <laughs> um, if that makes sense. Like, so, so it's um, uh, sometime in the, the recent past. So my wife has got a degree in nutrition. She likes yeah. to eat well and healthy. I, I like to eat healthy. Like we, I, I don't, I don't even remember the last, last time we went out was to go to get, my favorite pizza from Mellow Mushroom and yeah. compete on like their trivia night, yeah. which 
we got we got uh, second place and third place uh, nice. in the last two trivia nights. So we're doing good at the Mellow Mushroom nice. trivia. But um, we are, we hardly ever get out because kids, you know, you've got such a small window to, to eat sure. out. Um, sure. We we just cook, and plus we've reached the point where we could cook almost everything at our house better yep. and cheaper yep. and healthier. And and so um, with this though, you know, my my mother in law. Um, <laughs> I suppose it probably works because she doesn't listen to this. So, so we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> I did get permission from Mrs. Poncher before. And she, cause I read this to her and she's like, Oh my gosh, this sounds like my mom. Um, <laughs> she is like, she tries to keep the sugar kind of low on things uh-huh. because she doesn't want, I, th- I think, you know, where you get like borderline or like maybe pre-diabetic, you're, you're not diabetic, but like, as you get older, you need to watch these things a little sure. bit more just sure. to make sure. And, and so she tries to make sure she doesn't get too much sugar and stuff. And so she um, pours like a, like a glass of juice or something. And it's the same amount that she would normally pour. Yeah. Uh, and, and she starts filling part of it with water, and, you know, or she mentions to, to my wife, she's like, Oh, Hey, if, you, if it's too sweet, you could just add some water and that'll, that'll uh, take oh. away some of the sugar for you. And, oh. and she's like, mom, you, you realize there's still the same amount of sugar in that before you added the water, right? And she's like, what? No, it doesn't taste as sweet. And you're like, of course it doesn't taste as sweet. But if you poured eight ounces of juice in there you and five ounces of water, like all you're doing is you're getting worse tasting juice, but there's still eight ounces of sugar from that juice. Like, and, and so... <laughs> and so my, just watching her, her just kind of, you know, shake her head and, and put her hand to her head. And she's like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with my mom? <laughs> I, I got the, I got the biggest kick out of it. I thought it was really funny. So I, I guess there's a this is now hitting. No, I will say with, with you know, my wife's not a registered dietitian. It's, it's something that I think she'd like to do at some point in the future. Maybe yeah. once momming, you know, gets to kind of. Um, that's a, my priority thing in her life is being a mom. Sure. So, so anyway, maybe once, you know, over, over the years, she gets the transition to out of that a little bit, uh, like yeah. they're in school or, or when they move out. But like a lot of people can call themselves a nutritionist, uh-huh. but legally you're not able to call yourself a registered dietitian. Um, you could call yourself a nutritionist for whatever. It'd be like saying like, you know, Oh yeah, I'm a, uh, Oh gosh. I, I don't even know. Like, um, uh, a scientist of, you know, I don't know, like podcasts. You'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're, I'm a scientist. Yeah. Anyone could say that they're a nutritionist. There's all kinds of these, like, kind of, I, I guess, quacks out there in the nutrition sure. world that just make things up. Like, oh, you should get some Moringa tea or whatever that is. And you're like, yes, my wife. She's like, well, yeah, Moringa has a lot of, like, antibiotics or, or like, like, antioxidants and, like, things. But, None of it's really bioavailable for people. So you end up just crapping all of that stuff out because it, it, you can't break it down. It's like eating grass. Right. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of probably stuff in grass, but our body is not made to absorb the yeah. vast majority of, of things that grass has. So you're not going to get any of that nutrition from it. It's just all going to be excreted as waste. Yep. Well, because of this, you've got some nice, uh, I guess you will say nutritionists, and uh, that's with quotation marks, and definitely not anyone who's registered and probably has an actual degree in any of this stuff, who are trying to tell you how to make your ketchup a little bit worse. When I say worse, I mean like for taste. Uh, now, I'm not a ketchup fan anyway, so maybe this would help uh, the taste, but yeah. if you want to anger pretty much the entire internet all at once, you could follow this TikToker's uh, 
I guess, direction here. Who goes? She goes by the name of Sensational Foodie. And I, and I, I don't know. I think that's kind of a self-proclaimed uh, title there. She right. came up with a hack to make her ketchup healthier by just adding water. And this is where I started thinking, oh, sounds like someone I know. Uh, yeah. Well, she posted a video where she's eating McDonald's fries and mixes one part ketchup with about three parts water. Yeah. So I know that that just sounds, hey, that sounds disgusting right there. Just, so yeah. she ends up with this really thin red liquid and claims it's a lot healthier because ketchup is so loaded with sugar. Uh, <laughs> now, look, I'd say... Sure, if you were only going to, but if you're only going to have that much ketchup anyway, then it's not any healthier. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could just drink a glass of water. But um, it, when, it, when it comes to like, you know, if you're going to be putting more and more ketchup, you know, pumps on there, like three or four parts ketchup, then maybe that's where it's cutting down on it. But I'm like, at what cost? Um, well, it, like, it is true that ketchup isn't very good for you. That's, that's why I say, I'm, a, I'm a mustard guy. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's at least the healthiest of the condiments. Um, yeah. But, you know, would you really want to dip your fries in ketchup flavored water? She <laughs> claims it's double the health for half the price. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe you shouldn't be eating at McDonald's if you're worried about your health. You've got some audio over here right now, though. I think this will be good. Ketchup contains tons of sugar and lots of red dyes. So I always put water in mine so you get double the health for half the price. So like we said earlier, in effect, you could accomplish the same thing by just drinking a glass of water with those yeah. fries and ketchup. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And this is sort of the same thing, although it has nothing to do with health-wise. But for some reason, my mother-in-law feels that when we get to the, the residue, the residual part of the ketchup, She's got to put some water in the bottle and shake it all up so we can make it last longer. No, it's like it's like my wife with the, with the soap when there's not a lot of soap left in the, oh, the hand yes. dispenser, and yeah. and I'm always like, is is I mean, I guess it's fine, but I maybe it's because like she grew up in a house where that happened and I don't. But I'm thinking, yeah. are my hands really getting clean right now? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I, I remember we were getting ready to you know eat and my son decided to grab the ketchup bottle and and it was just like all sloppy and like what's wrong with the ketchup and grandma's like well i had would put a little water in it to kind of wash it all off the sides he's like i'm not eating this crap <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah oh, i don't man. know what it is just, adding water to anything is definitely not going to make it anything it's not gonna make it it's just gonna make it nasty okay like, i've got I don't an idea know. guys you could you could make your breakfast healthier by adding water in your cereal <laughs> instead of milk. <laughs> I mean, I could yeah, I could be a nutritionist idea. too. Yeah, we'll cut down we'll cut down the calorie content of milk. We'll just add water into your milk. How's that? <laughs> maybe it's yeah. not having maybe some eggs for breakfast instead of cereal. Uh, it's like no no we got to eat the cereal uh, or the cut McDonald's. Down the cholesterol. <laughs> Cut down the cholesterol in the eggs when you scramble them. Add a little water to your scrambled eggs. You know? Oh my gosh! Well, well, I mean, well, eggs anyway. Eggs are one of those things. Eggs and shrimp. Yeah. Even though they are high in cholesterol, they don't they don't higher your cholesterol. It, people are back and forth on whether they do or don't. But the, the data out there shows, like, if you've got high cholesterol and you're worried about eating things like shrimp, eggs, you can eat as much as you want. It is not going to. I, I don't know why, but. It's yep. not going to affect your cholesterol levels. It just yeah. it, it isn't. Well, as long as you're eating healthy in other ways, 
It, sure. It's like the, the sugars and the carbs and other things that are going to really do a lot more for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But well, anyway, mm -hmm. this, this this vlogger putting water in ketchup, I think she it, it's funny that she thinks she's like a real dietitian. I, I think she's really thinking like a moron. <laughs> Anybody that's going to do that. Of course, I've got a moron who thinks he's an attorney. OK, now <laughs> you don't always. You sure, he's not, you sure he's not just a regular attorney? <laughs> it could be, could be, but you, you don't always have to read between the lines. Sometimes people mean pretty much exactly what they say. Now, there's a Pittsburgh uh, attorney. He's 39 year old Daniel Musig. He went. He had a viral video back in 2014. He had this ad that he was running where he claimed he could think like a criminal. And he admitted in court that he actually is one. The ad that he made is pretty ridiculous, frankly. He claimed to know the legal system inside and out. Uh, called laws stupid and arbitrary. Said that he could think like a criminal. He's got lots of street knowledge. Joked a lot about that it, he visits his friends in jail all the time. In fact, I got one of his commercials here and check it out. Consequences. They sure suck, don't they? America was built on freedom, not on a bunch of people with more money than you telling you what you can and can't do with all their stupid laws. My name is Daniel Music, and I stand ready, willing, able, and committed to defend you on all manner of criminal charges, including murder, simple and aggravated assault, and possibly even funny throwback crimes such as moonshine. I may have a law degree, but I think like a criminal. So he won't have to visit anymore, though, because, well, he got himself indicted over the summer for selling hundreds of pounds of marijuana. So the guys <laughs> that he's working with were selling pretty much the harder stuff, too. So a few years prior, the cops tapped a drug dealer's phone. The sting operation revealed that old Daniel there was helping him operate a stash house. So prosecutors said that he helped distribute and sell 200 to 900 pounds of marijuana. They, they, <laughs> caught, they caught up with the dude with around 400,000 bucks in drug money. So he took the deal, pled guilty, and now he's going to be sentenced and he'll probably be looking at five years in prison. So he'll, he'll also be a felon. So I guess he can't practice law anymore. So, so much for that. But I mean, for, for once, maybe a lawyer actually spoke truth in his advertising, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. clearly his vast amounts of street knowledge were pretty much fogged over by the cloud of Kush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see like the you know the, the video itself. Like, we all should have known when the ad itself, the background took place at a White Castle. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'd like to see this guy trying to get himself back in trouble with the law, just oh. so he could practice law once again when he yep. tries to represent himself yep. uh, in court. But. Uh, yep. <laughs> this was it's too good. I, but yeah, you can say, look, he, he wasn't lying. Like you said, he did think like a criminal. Yep. He just, you know, reading between the lines, it might be because, uh, well, what you, maybe he, does he look like a criminal? You think like a criminal, look like a criminal, You're probably a criminal. Probably um, are one. But, you know, here's or here's a criminal that just wasn't thinking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is now I, I'll say, I, I wasn't able to pick all the Arkansas stories, but there are a lot of, uh, I'm starting to think that Florida isn't quite as crazy as the Arkansas man. Okay. No, <laughs> this kind of criminal is, is um, 
printing out their own wanted poster. Uh, this is the kind of criminal who prints out their own wanted poster uh, and is like, is like handing it out to people in the street, right? There's a guy in Arkansas named Donald Cooper, and he stole someone's Harley and got away from the police after he ditched it and ran off on foot. So they posted a video of the motorcycle on Facebook along with a description of the suspect. And Donald, when he saw the post, he saved a screenshot of it, and then he turned it into a T-shirt <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he could wear it around this wanted poster. Um, well, he finally got caught after he ran from another cop and got away again. But they were able to track him down this time. And when they did, they found the same helmet he was wearing when he stole the first motorcycle, <laughs> along with the photos of the bike. And they also recovered a black T-shirt with their Facebook post about the crime printed on front. <laughs> Except he changed the wording to, to refer to himself as a criminal mastermind. <laughs> so, so it's not clear. It's not clear if he was wearing the shirt when they arrested him. I'd like to, in my mind, I'd like to think that he was, um, but I, he probably wasn't. But they did. They did post a follow up on Facebook thanking him for his help. And they said that they, they wouldn't have been able to solve this case without him. And uh, well, you got a good mugshot, and the t the shirt is the the good one though. There's a picture of the shirt too that um, you know you could probably throw up on the Telegram for the podcast. But yep, I, I just think that flaunting his criminal activity was obviously incredibly dumb. Yep. The next T-shirt that he needs is going to be one of those. I'm with stupid, and the arrow just points up, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, you know, maybe we need to get T-shirts that say "I'm with insane," and they both point to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's not every day that you see someone brag about being a dirtbag, lowlife, though. Unless, of course, you follow any politician on Twitter. That's true. That's exactly true. Mm. Frankly, I think these cops, they need to get the dude's mugshot, put it on a T-shirt, and get and wear T-shirts, and put that post on Facebook with him. That, that would be, that'd I, be great. I'd love to see a, um, like, I'd like to get a, a, a T-shirt copy. Like, is there a, um, like, a merch store that this guy's going to open up to try to help fund his legal fees? Because Yeah, I think that's that a good point. All the Maybe officers like a, there involved might like a, a little, yeah. um, you know, T-shirt, or we could get his mugshot on on, on the well, shirt with it. He could open up a cafe press site, you know, and donate the proceeds to the local FOPs, you know, the Fellowship of Police Officers. That'd be oh, really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it, when you're such a low life as this guy, you really don't care what people think about you. You know, and that's whenever you'll pretty much stoop to just about anything, like maybe your <laughs> animal instincts. Okay. So you got your Arkansas man. Well, I got a Florida man. He's 32 <laughs> years old down in Milton, Touché. Florida. Yeah, right, right. Now, I don't know how far you are from Milton, Florida, okay? But this guy from Milton was arrested after a fight that allegedly started when the man was caught humping someone's dog, <laughs> okay, according to the arrest report. Kind of puts a whole new spin on the term doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm just like, if it, is it consensual is the only thing I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> well, <laughs> or was it? John, John Miller, he's been charged with domestic violence, battery, domestic violence, aggravated assault, and criminal mischief. Miller was caught humping a dog 
when the owner confronted him and said Miller attacked him, punched him in the head and upper body, left red marks and cuts, according to the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office. Now, the victim said Miller destroyed items in the house and the garage door. He said that Miller also grabbed a knife, threatened to kill him, leaving him in fear of his life and his own mother's life. This is all because he was caught, you know, screwing the pooch, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, of course, you'll be happy to know the dog is fine. OK, which is probably more than can be said for this guy's next background check. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean, now, actually, I guess before we go judging this guy, you know, for just being a crazy pervert, the last time that he got arrested was for, you know, just trying to hump a chicken. Oh, gosh. I, um, I like, I think it is good to know that the dog was fine, but I'm more curious or interested to know if he was satisfied. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really, I really do hope this guy wasn't doing this as a way to like cheat on the significant other. Cause you know, I'd be like, <laughs> is it like what you leave him for someone else's bitch, but um, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they, say, <laughs> they say cheaters never win, you know, but one cheater, <laughs> I've got okay. I've got one cheater who did win. I, I think because uh, the people were upset about. Um, well, the, the people that, that who were upset about this were stupid. Um, I, I've got to get past this dog humping thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this seems like a crime of passion, right? And and the. the only issue with this passionate crime is that, you know, oftentimes like we, when you're involved in things that are passionate, you might kind of get caught up in the heat of the moment and you're not always really using your right mind. And well, in this case, uh, they're not hitting the the right car. Uh, (laughs) This is Nedra Brantley. She lives in Washington, DC and she woke up to find someone had graffitied. Mike is a cheater across a red SUV and black spray paint. Now, you might think, oh, yeah, well, that's pretty common for Washington, D.C. But, you know, I'm just going to leave that there. And um, yeah. now she tells local news that sources sources that she's never dated anyone named Mike and she doesn't even know anyone named Mike. But that the, the hood and the sides of her car were spray painted as well as the license plates. And the offender had also broken the front and back windshields as well wow. as broke the side mirrors off. And so here's is uh, what she is talking about, what happened here. I screamed. I'm surprised nobody in the neighborhood heard me because I screamed so, so loud because I didn't expect that this would happen. It's a case of mistaken identity. Now, Bradley's insurance company and police are working with her to make things right again. And they're trying to track down the people, person who did it. Now, I, I've got a different take on this, right? You might say that this sounds like a fail on the part, but they've still advertised that Mike is a cheater. And so whenever she drives her car around, everyone's still going to know about Mike. Yeah. And if anything, more, more people know about it now because of this podcast and, and I guess just the, the mishap. So they, maybe this like kind of, you know, mistake worked in their favor for getting the word yeah. about Mike. Yeah. 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 Well, apparently Mike is probably feeling pretty confident right now though whoever it is is nice red suv that looks (laughs) not vandalized right (laughs) yeah really of course these clowns probably couldn't find the right car to vent their anger you you might just say maybe they were what certainly no macgyver you know but in in our correctional institutions however they got plenty of macgyvers yes indeed in fact one florida woman you might say 
uh, I guess you might call her a, a MacGyver or something. I mean, but I guess there's what about a hundred episodes of MacGyver that they're out there. I can promise you though, Richard Dean Anderson never did this. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe if they made a MacGyver for like right now in time, there'd be a, well, you got female, there'd be a chance of this happening, you know? Well, true. You got female Ghostbusters. You know, they got a movie about female Ghostbusters. Maybe we'll do a female MacGyver and maybe she'll do something like this. Okay. But, <laughs> or just a gender fluid MacGyver, depending you know, on the episode. Just a gender fluid MacGyver, too. That's right. That's right. But, but, but apparently, since, you know, Richard Dean Anderson didn't wear a bra, this woman, the 59-year-old woman in Florida named Susan May Shepard, well, the brawl came in pretty handy. She was arrested for DUI, see, and was thrown into a holding cell at the local lockup. And she did not like it there. Of course, I don't know many people that do like it there because she says it was scary. Well, okay. Uh, so she decides um, she's going to get a little creative, I guess. Necessity is the mother of invention. So this mother decided to remove the metal wiring from her brassiere, and she used it to make numerous scrape marks into the glass on the bottom of the door. Now, Susan's master plan, you see, was apparently to try to escape, but you should go, I guess, kind of going to crawl out a little small opening in the cell door. Yeah, feet first, you know. Of course, it might have taken years, but she was caught before she could make any significant progress. Of course, the good news for Susan is she's currently free on $10,500 bond, of course, the bad news is now that little stunt with her brassiere wire gave her two more charges. That is attempted escape, which is a felony and criminal mischief, which is a misdemeanor. So <laughs> all of that worked for nothing. And she ruined a good bra in the process. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do doesn't she know that the um, the bras are supposed to keep things in, not help things get out? But... <laughs> <laughs> I will. I do say that I, I do have to hand it to her for the innovation, Put, putting some of the old gray matter in her head to good use. Yeah. Whereas uh, some people, I guess, they use their heads to store air, and I think I've met a few of those. That's probably why they need AirPods, right? Uh -huh. um, th this story, and I, you teased this last week. And I just thought oh, it, yeah. it's too funny to. Uh, now, and and, and I, I will say, like, if you there's a video out here, there's actually a, a series of videos, so you can kind of hear the. Um, the full, I, I guess, extent <laughs> and, and muffled uh, aspect. It's the muffled sounds that are the best in this, I'll say. Um, <laughs> it's, it's never pleasant, like a pleasant experience when you accidentally swallow something, right? Um, I, I don't even know the last time that's ever happened to me unless it was like a pen cap or something in, in high yeah. school. But it, it's even worse, though, when it's an expensive pair of headphones. And yes, this actually has happened recently. There's a 27-year-old woman named Carly Belmer, and she's going viral right now for sharing an experience where she meant to take an ibuprofen, 800, but instead she downed her left AirPod. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so she said that she was crawling into bed and had the ibuprofen in one hand and the AirPod in the other, and then she accidentally ate the wrong one. She, I think she was going to go charge the AirPod, and then, you know, not thinking in the middle of the night, Pops it down, big gulp of water, and well, she says she realized like, oh, that was a little hard to get down. What was that? And then she looks and is like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> and so she realizes her mistake right away and starts freaking out. Okay, so here's the OG video I uploaded on Friday. I ate my
Stop my AirPod and ibuprofen. Here we go. I'm not the first person to do this. I definitely won't be the last. So for educational purposes, I wanted to share my journey of how this is all going. So I had an x-ray done a few hours ago, um, and it revealed that the AirPod had passed. And I had a feeling that it had. I just wanted to make sure. But yeah, AirPod is out of my body. So it was crazy. She sent a friend um, a frantic voice memo, and the AirPod, which was connected to her iPhone, audibly transmitted from inside her body. And <laughs> then when she disconnected it, she got notifications from Apple that an unknown. So she she like disconnected, not just like to turn it off, but like forget the device. Because I guess it was like, okay, this freaks me out too much. Well, the the um, Apple phone that she had was constantly giving her notifications that there's an unknown airpod that was traveling with her and <laughs> she could play a sound to locate it <laughs> and so thankfully she's okay and an update that she, she said she had a feeling that she had passed it but chose not to retrieve it i wonder why <laughs> um and you know i would say it's pretty understandable <laughs> and, and then she also had an x-ray afterward to make sure that everything was cool now, for how expensive these are, I'm sure that someone would have been willing to uh, retrieve a free Apple AirPod. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if wow. I'd be good with someone digging yeah, through I, my I, uh, yeah, trash. But the sounds, <laughs> yeah, the sounds emitting from her core, body core, would be a little bit bizarre. <laughs> I know. know. <laughs> of course, it would be crazy if it was able to, like, play, like, someone talking you know, and you could hear somebody speaking from inside your, your body, you know, that would be, I, I would almost want to connect it and call my wife just to see if like, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I'll be dead silent. I'll go to a very quiet place and just see if just the rumblings of, of your stomach <laughs> and other things going on internally would pick up on the microphone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> unbelievable. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I would be just a little curious to see if it had made it through the entire upper GI intact, you know, I just, Oh yeah. I, I would also like, maybe you can, so the other thing I would do, this is just because I like to, um, I guess antagonize my wife sometimes in, in jest and fun. I've always got her laughing. Um, you could use the ping device to try to track as it moves down from, you know, stomach to, uh, you Large know, intestine to lower intestine, right? Yeah. And so so if you can kind of track, you're like, oh, it's getting pretty down there. And you're <laughs> like, oh, man, I just had my second cup of coffee in the morning. I think this is the moment. Be like, All right, let's connect this bad boy. Again, <laughs> let me call my wife <laughs> and, and just see if it tra transmits the whole thing. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know if she'd appreciate that, but <laughs> I'd, I'd be cracking up the whole time. <laughs> oh my word! I tell you, it's getting so bad that our technology and our medicines are screwing with our heads. You know, no, it's that it's that five G. That's what it is. That's what it is. You know. Anyway, well, we we got some some 
great uh, questions from people ask wanting to ask Poncho for some advice. So, and and the one that I think that I've got here for you, th- this is this is so so perfect because this is always something like this happens around Thanksgiving with family you know, over something. There's some kind of squabble over Thanksgiving, but this is one where. Weston is uh, got a problem because he says my siblings are fighting over me for Thanksgiving. Okay, so you know you grew up with another brother, but you were just you had two. Uh, this guy apparently there's three. I guess he's the youngest. I guess, but he says my two older brothers are in this fight. He says I'm the only one of the three that is not married. Now they're both hosting Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, so he says, and it's like a contest of who's going to get me as their guest. I guess he had to be honored, I guess. I don't know. But he says, I I haven't made a decision. I guess I'm going to just try to split it. But even then, whoever gets me for the dinner wins. And dessert is second place in their minds now. And they're very competitive. And I honestly don't know whose house I want to go to. I mean, I love them both. And I want them to stop fighting. But what can I do? This is kind of like what you're telling me about trying to determine (laughs) your in-laws for Thanksgiving. What what do you tell Weston in a situation like this? Well, the good news for me is that none of my family or in-laws view this as a favoritism contest. But I so I've got a few ideas for you, Weston, and I'm going to give you my favorite one first. Screw both of them. You throw your own Thanksgiving dinner and invite both of them to yours. And um I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, see, that's, that's just, and turn, now I think turn it biggest... right on its head. Just turn it upside down right there, baby. See, and I thought this is the one that Eric Lane would probably appreciate the most as well, right? So, you know, who needs to go to either, who cares if it's going to cost me more money to throw my own Thanksgiving right now and time and effort? I'm going to do this now just to prove a point to both of you and say, you don't know me. <laughs> And, uh, you know, but you know, the, the flip side here, though, is if you if you want to think about winners and losers, you're the winner if you get two meals out of this. So dividing it up into two separate days, you've now got two good meals and good company, different times. The, the, the one downside, though, is that you're going to have to really hear it from one of your brothers. And so that it does come with a cost. Right. And so uh, with this, though, you could you could kind of use this. I guess you could say it's. Three ideas. It's really like two ideas with an A and a B on, on number two. The B ah. side of number two here. You can. You've got like like uh, economics is all about incentives, right? Mm-hmm. And you've now got an incentive, or like a bargaining chip, to get something more out of this. You know. <laughs> so brother, brother one, uh, what is it that you can offer me that brother two can't? Uh, why, why should I choose you? You know, like treat, treat it like two competing. Job interviews oh where God. you know you could try to like make them fight over you. Uh, that's <laughs> just what I'm saying. You you might get more out of that is is all. And then whenever you go to that second Thanksgiving dinner the next day, and you you're like, hey, look, I've got leftovers for for days. I've got <laughs> meals done. I don't need to worry about. You get to come back, and and you don't have to put that on you when brother number two says, hey, why did you choose brother number one? You say, look. If you weren't you weren't able to compete with brother number one's Best Buy, we'll beat the price 
offer, you know, whatever price <laughs> they give you, we'll match it or beat it. And and so now he's left saying, curse brother number one for, <laughs> for having better turkey or, you know, for that spatchcock turkey that he got, whatever it might be, you know. I know, yeah. It's, <laughs> and so now the, the problem isn't with you. The problem is between the two of them and one outbidding the other. And yeah. so I think that that leaves you in a pretty safe place. And so you talk about winners and losers. You're the winner on that one. But I, I still think, though, I, I'm with option number one, which is throw your own Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, I'm definitely, uh, yeah. I would definitely go be down with that. That'd be a definite sure. In fact, <laughs> I would, in spite, I would spitefully make mine more expensive than both of theirs, just to prove a point. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like, you okay, know? that's it. I'm deep. I'm gonna spatchcock and deep fry this thing both, <laughs> um, and we'll have it all catered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I've got one more here, um, and uh, th this one is from Gabby. She says, help, my husband plays poker twice a week remotely. And it's on a poker app with most, mostly people he knows. Um, now, when you say mostly people he knows, is it that, that everyone he knows, but he just doesn't realize it? I don't know. Well, we'll see here. You'll see what I mean. She says, what he doesn't know is that one of the people in the room is me. I asked the friend who orchestrates the game if I could join, and I used a different name. All the icons are avatars, so I told him not to tell my husband, and we retired to separate rooms that evening. Anyway, that was three months ago, and I'm still playing once, <laughs> once a week in poker, and he has no idea. <laughs> now, <laughs> she says, I haven't beaten him yet, but I've been close. That's when I'd like to tell him. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I know. I think well, a it would be even better if you bet real money and and when you knew that you were gonna win and then you bet all right you owe me and then you come out of the room and you're just like oh yeah that's right uh i think that's hilarious though I, oh. I gabby i don't i don't have any advice to give you you're doing everything perfectly already <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're okay like i think your plan to tell them whenever you actually beat them it's it's perfect uh yeah, that, <laughs> that is priceless that is absolutely priceless <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I, I can. That, that's the latest. I can take some lessons from Gabby here, except for I don't see Mrs. Poncho getting in on things like this. So I don't know. I mean, she could put up a nice ruse and have us all fooled. That you know, that is true. That is true. She was pretty G. She's she's become significantly less G since we've been married, though. Well, she was pretty true, G when you know. I first met met her. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, well, we'll see how, how good you are, though, and how clever you are in our insane games. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, so man. You, you, you feel like that you're, you're, you, you, had your, you had your wit pretty well sharpened for tonight. Now, let's see if that can carry over into your ability to discern in our insane games, all right? I, I'm just glad that I'm doing these insane games now and before I eat 10 pounds of turkey. Yeah, you'll be taking a nap pretty much. You'll be too sleepy yeah, to worry I, about I, that. I don't. I don't see me. Yeah, I don't see me doing well after all that turkey tomorrow. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, no. I've got all right. Tamales are for winners, so I'm going to keep that in mind whenever I uh, I do these insane games. I like the I like
like this name even better, Pilgrim Guerrero. <laughs> Uh, so it's, um, I, I, I could, well, I found ever since finding out my wife was like, I, I think it was like almost like what, 20, almost 25% or at least 20% Native American. Uh, you know, I, I think that kind of count as us, you know, being able to celebrate a first Thanksgiving yeah. together, right? That's true. Although, she's more from like South, you know, Mexico part of, uh, well, of, of Native American, but yeah, that's close enough. True, but uh, it'd be interesting to see the the somebody from from Mexico in a pilgrim outfit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that would be That's interesting. Bad. That would be. That would be. That would be very interesting. <laughs> so, so what do you, what do you feel like taking on to for your first insane game this week? Let, let's start with a golf course or rehab. You're going to start off with the toughest one first, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. We'll dive into this with the name of a business that you tell me whether you think it's a golf course or a rehab. And our first one is called Paradise Lake in Morgantown, West Virginia. Parad well, I've never heard anyone describe rehab as paradise, so I'm going to say it's a golf course. <laughs> well, that's a good point. I never thought about that. It is exactly a golf course. <laughs> I'm going to a paradise rehab. Now, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. All right. The next one is in McLean, Virginia, called Sagebrush. Sagebrush. Well, you know what? You get clean in McLean, so I'm going to say oh. this is a rehab. Oh, clean it! Uh, that that's 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 definitely borderline dad joke right there. I just want you to know, but it is a correct answer. <laughs> if it gives me a right answer, I'm happy with it. Okay, you'll take it exactly. All right. Well, this one's down in West Palm Beach, Florida. It's called <laughs> Beachway. Beachway. Well, in Palm Beach, yeah. Oh, this is this has got to be a golf course, right? Nope, it's a rehab. <laughs> oh never heard gosh, of, never heard of a. I'm thinking like fairway, but with a beach. I, that's that's not even fair. Yeah, that's I never fair. never heard of a rehab called Beachway before. I guess it's well, I guess it's for those that don't want to admit they're going to a rehab. You know. So anyway, all right, we'll take this <laughs> one out for those highfalutin. Palm Beach people who are like, That's oh, no, me, no. <laughs> never. I never go to. No, I'm going to the beach. Uh, the, yeah. the beach. Uh, That's well, right. I can't remember the, the beach way or whatever. It sounds classy. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, well, head out west to Dallas, Texas, uh, to Northwood. To Northwood Beach Beachway. If you say it sounds classy, me as a Floridian, I think it sounds gimmicky. Yeah. Um, all right, Northwood. Uh, you know, I think that this is going to be a golf course. Hmm. Very good. Northwood is a golf course in Dallas, Texas. All right. And your last business name is up in the New England. It is Victory Bay in Laurel Springs, New Jersey. Victory Bay. Uh, well, you know, I, um, I'm going to go with the golf course on this one again. Turns out to be a rehab, so you can have victory once you victory overcome. Over, you know, I, I thought about this, but then I just kept thinking of the smell of napalm in the morning. And I just thought, <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't smell like getting clean yep. from alcohol. I don't know. This it is, just didn't, didn't fit this right is true. Well, <laughs> do you have a pick for your next insane game? 
Let's go with with uh, daycare or strip club. Strip, strip club, club or daycare. daycare. Another business yeah. game here. All right. So we got a business that uh, is located in Des Moines, Iowa. What is it? A strip club or a daycare? The name of the business is All Stars. <laughs> All Stars. Um, okay. Well, you know, there, there's enough All Stars. Um, I'm thinking that this is going to be, I, I think this will be for kids. Yeah, I do think, think so. Yes. All right. I think it's a. It certainly wouldn't be a strip club for kids. That's for sure. No, it, it's a daycare. No, yeah. <laughs> All right. Your next one is in Atlanta, Georgia, called Aisha's Angels. <laughs> oh gosh, is this <laughs> even a question? <laughs> oh man. Well, I think that uh, I think this is going to be a strip club. It <laughs> it's a daycare wow are you kidding yes. me wow yeah and i don't know who aisha is but uh, apparently she's expecting little angels to come to her daycare they've got to have a good security guard there because i can only well, imagine the the unsuspecting visitors that they get yes yes exactly well here's one uh called uh daydreams in philadelphia pennsylvania <laughs> philadelphia yep <laughs> might as well call it wet dreams I, this, I, I think this is a strip club i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> uh, so what do you think it is yeah oh because it's a strip club i'm sure you think it's a strip club huh you're pretty sure of that oh yeah it's a strip club. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, I, I think calling it wet dreams as a daycare <laughs> might be, yeah. Unless, of course, they have wet diapers a lot. I don't know. But in any case. All right. Your next one is also going to be in Pennsylvania, in Spring City, Pennsylvania, called Baby Dolls. <laughs> Baby Dolls. <laughs> I, I could never imagine bringing my son to a place called Baby Dolls. Um, for two reasons. A, it just doesn't sound like a daycare place that my son would probably like to go to. And B, I could never see myself taking my son to a strip club. So yeah, yeah. it's a strip club. It's a, definitely yeah. a strip club indeed. All right. Very good. And your last business is called Rose City in Portland, Oregon. Rose City. Is that Rose, R-O-S-E? Yeah, it is like the flower, correct. Like the flower. Uh, Rose City, this sounds like a like a nice place, like on your way to Wizard of Oz or something, like Emerald City. So I think this would be a little daycare. Yeah, it's a daycare, exactly. It's right. <laughs> so not bad on that. I'll tell you, that was pretty good. There was a few ones in there that's kind of a little questionable. So uh, <laughs> what do you want next? What's your next uh, victim? Uh, you know, I think that we should just stick with the businesses. I'm going to do some um, uh, steakhouse or gay bar. So, so the steakhouse or the day gay bar. So, yeah, you've been doing pretty good for the business games here. So we've got one down in the great state of Florida in Fort Lauderdale. This is called Hunters. Hunters. Um, well, you know what? I, I'm going to say that this is probably going to be a steakhouse. In Fort Lauderdale. Uh, God, yeah, I don't it's know. A Fort Lauderdale has got a bunch of old people in there, doesn't it? <laughs> I <Goodness>. don't know. <laughs> hey, we're going to see hunters. That's where we're going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. 
going up. The, uh, I guess I didn't realize I'd be the prey when I would walk in. Yeah, there, there you go. That's yeah. right. Going up the East Coast to Portland, Maine, and we're going to visit the business called Timber. Timber. <laughs> well, um, in Portland, Maine, you know, they do have a lot of trees up there and a lot of forests yes, they there. Do. Um, so timber, it sounds like a, like they've got a lot of good things for like smoking meat is what I'm thinking. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Though I, I do like the, you know, just, uh, well, timber is what you yell whenever you're trying to chop down a tree. <laughs> and I think that you're trying to do, I think you're trying to raise up a tree if you're going oh, to a gay my. bar. So this is probably a steakhouse. I've never heard more overthinking going into one of the questions. <laughs> but it is a steakhouse. That's exactly right. <laughs> Don't question my methods. <laughs> All right. Here's the next business. It's called the Roundup Saloon in Dallas, Texas. Oh my gosh! So every time you get these weird saloon places, they always, they always end up being gay bars. I guess it's like a gimmick for them. But I'm going to say it's a gay bar. It, it's another yeah. gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> and round up, round boys. Yeah. Oh man, I guess they use a lot of lassos to round them up down there nice. in Dallas. That's yeah. what I'm thinking, right? Let's go. <laughs> let's go get him tied up here, and let's bring him in. All right. Anyway, like to push this, your push their way through those double doors. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going back to Maine once again. The Rustlers in Wyndham, right. Maine. Rustlers, and so I so I get an assless chaps feel from the saloon, but I don't with Rustlers. <laughs> I think that this is going to be a steakhouse. It certainly is. That's right. You rustle <laughs> them in there, baby. That's right. All right. So far, you're doing pretty good on this here. All right. One That's more. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Well, you're anticipating a lot of food for Thanksgiving, maybe. That's what it is. Oh, no, yeah. So yeah. I like this one, though. This, this, this last business, it's called Montana Mike's in Miami, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, and oh, so, okay, well, Oklahoma, I think this is a pretty safe bet. Um, but you get insanity everywhere, too. So I, I'm going to say, though, that this is probably a steakhouse. It probably is, uh, especially in Oklahoma. I guarantee. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, what's left is our porn star or weatherman. And we'll see how good you are on these list of entertainers. Our first entertainer's name is Doug Hill. Doug Hill. Well, I, I assume that you're trying to make me think about like a hill in someone's pants or something. Um, but I, I think this is going to be a weatherman, actually. Definitely not a hill you will die on. No, it's actually a weatherman at ABC7 yeah. in Washington, D.C. Very good. All right. <laughs> Your next entertainer's name is Josh Weston. Josh Weston. I I don't know if I've heard this. No, it, it was Weston that had the Ask Poncho. But that's, there's there's something about Josh Weston that just maybe it's like someone trying. Like, isn't it really close? To like Josh Whedon or something who did all those like crappy <laughs> yep. Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, so I think this is someone that's trying to ride on the coattails of that. I think it's a porn star. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him directing one. like the Avengers role yeah. play, like adult film, I guess, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that, It'd probably be better than right. the original. Yeah. 
All right. Now, I don't know if there was any alliteration in this, but the guy's name is Brant Miller. Brant Miller. This sounds like a very kind of just like, a, like you know, 1940s. I, dinner's going to be on the table when I get home. If, yeah. if my name ain't Brant Miller. <laughs> I, I think it's a, I think he sounds like an older weatherman to me. Older weatherman. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Actually, he's a weatherman at NBC in Chicago. That's good. All right. Very good. <laughs> and your third or fourth entertainer's name. This is an interesting name for sure, but it's uh, <clears throat> Kirk. Kurt Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Lockwood. Um, well, you know what? I'm sure that a lot of people have the key to to his wood because he's a porn star. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to lock wood yeah. with him too. Actually, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he gives oh, those things out to everybody, right? Oh man! All right, so far you're hitting them all out of the park here on this one. So we got. <laughs> We got one more, and it might be kind of a tricky name here for you. This one is called Dylan Dreyer. Dylan Dreyer. Oh, man. You know, this is tough. Um, with a name like Dylan, though, I don't know what it is. There, there are certain names that just kind of just they, they have that, that smell or that sound like. <laughs> I, I think this is going to be a porn star. Really? I, I might be It's wrong. a female yeah. meteorologist at MSNBC. Oh. Well, if you told me it was a girl, then I would have thought, okay, this is obviously a weather, weather woman. Uh, <laughs> see, that would have been a dead giveaway. I was just going to see how well you went with yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, Dude. yes. Well, uh, if anybody watches MSNBC, they're not going to go, wait, he just called Dylan Dreyer a porn star? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Now we got down to the real stuff here. Is, is it real or is it Florida? Or maybe the other way around. I don't know. Fake news or Florida? I got some headlines here. You tell me if it's fake or Florida or maybe something in the future. I don't know. All right. Your first headline. An Orlando dog walker was busted for possession of methamphetamine after he was seen on camera leaving them behind in a client's refrigerator. Um, You know what? People do put cams in their house sometimes here. Um, you know, I'm going to say, I'll say this is Florida. Mm, it turns out <laughs> fake news, actually. That was oh. a very well-written headline that gets past your censors, man. <laughs> that, was, that was impressive. That almost sounded believable. All right. Your next headline, a Seminole County man who was naked from the waist down, was arrested after breaking into an elementary school and spreading feces throughout the school. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, well, I think this is going to be Florida. <laughs> and that can only happen in Florida, I think, for sure. <laughs> All right. Your next headline. A Miami sheriff's deputy who was busted for, for soliciting a prostitute, said that he should not be arrested because the hooker was for his son. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. I, you know, I've heard stories from an a old friend of mine who uh, <laughs> it was essentially the same thing, except for not getting busted, and uh, it was an uncle instead. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I'm going to say this is a, a fake news story, though. Good yeah. call. Very good. It, just close enough to be almost believable. You know, those are the uh, ones you got to watch. a little scripted, yeah. 
Yeah, that, they got to watch those. All right. Your next headline is of a Newport Richie man who was arrested after he was found crawling through the ceiling of a Walmart that had to be evacuated so police could get him out. <laughs> Something that weird has got to be Florida. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's got to be it. it. Didn't fall through the ceiling, but it was crawling through the ceiling. So, yeah. All now, right. That, that could happen at any Walmart, though. Okay? Well, this is probably true. Absolutely. So, all right. Your last headline A Tarpon Springs man was arrested for calling 911 and claiming his wife was a black widow spider. <laughs> oh my gosh well this guy sounds like he was probably high and i, I think this is gonna be florida yeah, he was probably high too exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's one thing that if your wife is the black widow but maybe not a black widow spider that might be something different oh yeah I, I, and that and obviously you've never consummated the marriage yet then as well <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> well enjoy your thanksgiving holiday and uh, we'll uh, find out exactly how many tamales you ate next week oh yeah i i'm hoping that well the, the, the uh, trick is like do i eat them all tomorrow or if there are some left over can i take some back for later and yeah, so this, this is balanced to find right yes but, uh, yes i the thing i do know is i will be looking for the largest tamale and uh, consuming that tamalone. Yeah, well, just make sure that you do it and you don't contribute to the methane and the environmental uh, problem, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I will, um, well, you know, I, I'm, you, I don't have that much of a problem with those things, so. <laughs> Don't forget, you can get real-time updates on the podcast with links to some of the stupid stories featured in each episode by joining the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World Telegram channel. Comment on what you have read or what you've heard or even share of some of the stupidity with all your friends. You can get a preview of the channel and even a link to download the Telegram messaging app at t.me slash insane eric lane that's t.me slash insane e-r-i-k-l-a-n-e now if you ever thought though you've done something really stupid just listening to this podcast i can promise you has already improved your attitude so why don't you share this podcast with somebody who's probably feeling the same way you have now remember there's always two episodes every week the midweek bonus episode that drops on Wednesdays that includes the Insane Week in Review and the Genius Awards for the Brilliant Stupidity. And every Saturday, the weekend episode, of course, features Pancho Guerro, my insane Florida nephew, with more stupid stories from Florida and beyond. And, of course, we always enjoy the weekly round of the Insane Game Show, which you can play along at home. Since stupidity is addicting, you're going to want to click that subscribe button on your podcast player to get your stupid fix and have brand new episodes delivered when they're published. And of course, you want to give this a five star rating when you review the podcast on your podcast player, because this is five star stupidity, especially if you listen on Apple podcasts, maybe, you know, make your reviews stupid. That's even more funnier. And if you do that, It'll bring more folks in who want to check out this podcast. It's kind of like coming up on a really bad wreck along the highway and you want to check it out. It's ugly. It's nasty. 
but you just can't stop staring. It's kind of the same thing. I know you're probably amazed at the amount of stupidity that's in this world, but you know, somebody has to actually go out and find them and write about them. So there's no way this podcast could be as stupid as it is without the talented writers from some great places like Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and Pulse of Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane and visit InsaneEricLane.com. And if you're feeling a bit insane and want to make your own podcast, you can do it with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. The only platform where you can publish to major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music with a single tap of a button on your phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify. Available today for iOS and Android, and it's 100% free, entirely mobile, and so easy to use that literally anyone can make a podcast, even me. Find out more at anchor.fm.